Hi, this is Vicki Baird. Welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense. I am your intuitive life and development coach. And on this podcast, we talk about, learn, and give the tools of how to live using your first sense, intuition. VickiBaird.com. It's time to be your best. It's time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut, it's the real thing. Let's see what your future brings. Time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. This one is a subject that everyone has to deal with in life, and that's grief. And the reason that we do is because, hey, you, we have life experiences. We don't live forever. You probably know that by now. And there are so many um, messages, so many layers within grief that don't get talked about a lot because it is a tough thing to deal with. It's a tough thing to understand. Um, Subject-wise, it gets avoided a lot um, until somebody's in such a deep space that they um, have to talk about it or reach out. What I'd like to do is destigmatize the fact that if you're grieving, there is something wrong with you. There's actually something beautiful about you. There's something amazing because you're feeling a deficit of something and you are processing it. And by doing that, you are learning to love more. And if you avoid all of the um, pain and frustration and all those other words that come along with the experience of grief, you can be shortchanging your own ability to love self and to love others. So I wanted to talk about this because, one, I get a lot of requests on this subject and because there's rarely a coaching session that I do that someone doesn't have grief around something. And we tend to connect it to the loss of a, a person or a pet or something along those lines. But there's so many different ways that grief can show up in our life that I thought I'd cover a few of them and then also give a little bit of insight into how you might learn to appreciate the process. Because once we appreciate a process, it tends to be less taxing on us and less exhausting. So the subject of it is challenging because we all experience it differently. How your own um, process through grief depends on what were you taught as a child? Were you allowed to have emotions? Um, did somebody even explain what was going on to you <laughs> in order to um, have some frame of reference around the pain that you're you're feeling? And then once we talk about it and, and let it come out, it dissipates. And I think that the more we discuss the fact that this is a natural part of life, this is going to happen, and you can try to tuck it away and not deal with it, 
it's going to come up later in something. It's going to show up in your relationships. It's going to show up in how you treat yourself. And it often shows up in health. A lot of the times, a health situation will catapult someone into dealing with the emotions that they've locked away. And I would like for people to not get there, um, to actually look at the emotions first and foremost. So we all are going to process differently. So if you have someone in your life who doesn't seem to be moving through grief, just have a little patience because it comes in waves. There's different steps. And yes, there's some wonderful information by Kubler-Ross that talks about the six stages of grief, but I don't think people realize that that was written for those who are crossing, those that are in their um, physical process of leaving their body. We tend to take it on as the six stages after someone's left their body. There's crossover. Of course, there is. There's emotions. But I don't think we have to sit in the anger of grief. And sometimes people will say, well, this is one of the stages. Yes, absolutely. It is for moments, not years, not decades, um, hopefully not decades. So I just want to toss that out there because working as a medium in the past and working with people with trauma and everything, I hear that come up a lot, that while well, I'm in the six stages, and it's like, are you passing? I'm so sorry to hear that. Congratulations. You know, I get very, I vacillate on that. Congratulations. Oh, sorry. You know, so just something to bring to the consciousness, to your cognitive head, that yes, you're going to go through stages, and boy, do they show up at different times. Um so just have a little bit of patience with yourself and with someone else if they're grieving. One of the things that I see is that, I don't know if you've experienced this, but when you hear someone else passing, has passed, I'll use this experience, this experience because it's such a, an example because it's such a popular one, but you hear like someone's mom has passed. And if your mom has passed or someone close to you has passed, sometimes it opens up the, the bag of goodies a little bit and you'll start feeling your own sadness and frustration and maybe not even realize it. I would like to bring to your awareness that if you pay attention to what's going on around you, sometimes you'll get a very good clue about why you're suddenly cranky um, or lashing out at people or pushing people away. Because sometimes in the grief process, we push so that we don't have to experience whatever the loss may be again. I've also seen because of the layering process, you know, maybe you're grieving your childhood. Maybe you're grieving something you didn't receive in your childhood. And you think you're grieving or you're upset or mad about that job loss or the relationship that ended or the pet that passed and that may be applicable but if your feelings are above and more raw than it seems they maybe could be or if it's a friend's family member that passed and you're feeling wiped out by the experience you might want to look and see what grief haven't I expressed I just went through this actually um, my nephew passed at 26 and it was a sudden passing and I realized that when I was comforting 
his family and I was with his mom and dad and, and siblings. Uh, these are my husband, um, my past husband. Um, <laughs> I, want, I don't want to say late because he's not, he doesn't have a date anywhere. So that just seems like a dumb statement. But anyway, I was with them and I realized I never let these people see me cry. I never let them see my grief. I always held it that he's in a great place. He created this because of some of his lack of attention to his own health. He was okay with the crossing process. He always said he was going to retire at 50, and he did. So um, I always held that place that we must honor him. And when I'm standing there and full-blown crying over Dylan and their pain that was so palpable, I realized, holy moly, I never allowed these people to see the pain I had. So maybe they couldn't process some of their pain. And, you know, did I help them? And I don't think in the beginning stages I needed to be there to help anybody. I was kind of lost in my own stuff. But I realized in that part of the my grief process that it's helpful to let other people know you're not the <laughs> rock of Gibraltar, <laughs> that you do have emotions, that you are in your grief. You may be down. I called it the widow's whale. There were times where I just landed on the floor and just had to let it all out because that pain was just so great. And I was saying this to his mom that you are going to be in those times. You you, you need to let that roll because otherwise anger will take over. And um, she called it her slap in the head. I like to think of it as gentle advice, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is an example, right? If you never let them see you sweat, um, they don't know that you have true deep emotions there. They know I love them. But this is one of the things that I think is important in a grieving process is to be honest, to say that this is a human condition to experience this. And aren't we blessed to be able to feel to can end the sentence, aren't we blessed to be able to feel? And I'm going to take a break right now because that's a good space. So go feel on your break. You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicki? Book your own phone or video session online at vickibaird.com slash booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicky's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority advanced scheduling. Book today at vickybaird.com booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free, and there is a creation tool right inside the app, and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless, and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. 
So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. Have you wanted to be part of a community where you could develop your own intuitive abilities and feel safe and in a fun environment, inspirational, and a place where you get to test out what you have learned? This Wisdom Wednesday community is that. For a small investment of $8 a month, you'll be with people who understand what you're talking about and who will be receiving of what you've experienced and there to help you and guide. Every month, the last Wednesday of the month, we get together and I lead the group with some instruction and then one person gets a reading and then we finish with a meditation this is the place where you get to develop your intuitive abilities and be part of a community go to vickybearcom slash courses to sign up today okay well welcome back and this subject is one that like I said, we we avoid, and I'd like to change that. I would love to challenge you to allow it. Um, I've used this expression. It's not the most glamorous one on the planet, but it's kind of like vomit. You got to let it come up and out. You got to let it come out of your system, and you feel better afterwards. And maybe the tummy settles down. And because if you push it down, it's going. To, it has to come up and that will only affect your connection with yourself and with others. And of course, seek a therapist. Find someone that can be helpful to you in your processing and be a safe place for you to allow that grief to come out. Maybe it feels too big for you and you don't think that you can let it all go because you might not come out of it. You will. But maybe you need that safe space. And if you're a therapist, will you please give space to people? Let them sob in your office. Let them get it out. You do not need to wrap up a session with a pretty little bow. Let them go. Um, And give them a hug on the way out, no matter what the protocol says. So, and to this point, in your grief, cry. Tears are salty for a reason. They cleanse from the inside. I know there's a biological reason too, but I think of them as the little oceans inside of us. (laughs) You know, the salt water cleanses, it clears, it removes toxins. So if you think of tears as I'm removing the toxins that have built up within me, perhaps that'll give you the permission to let those emotions out and then smudge afterwards your house. Um... You may want to face it and create a plan for it. I have actually said to myself, okay, Vic, you have 15 minutes. 15 minutes to wail, to cry, to be ticked off, to wonder, you know, why your parents couldn't do a better job, to all that stuff, right? To be in it. And I set a timer. (laughs) My plan is at the end of 15 minutes that I then address it. And it might be that I address it by saying, wash your face, go take a walk or something along those lines. But 
I've never made it to 15 minutes. Um, I said it for 15. And by giving your brain and your emotions that permission, they tend to realize, oh, I've been heard. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to be heard. And then they can move right along. Um, Grief does work in layers. um, And sometimes it'll whiplash you. I certainly didn't expect to go through the process that I went through as far as Dylan's passing with his uncle. Um, So, uh, but I'm grateful for it because it, something was back there in the archives that I wasn't allowing to come forward. And And that's that vulnerability that I've talked about before, allowing myself to be vulnerable with people and not always have to be the strong one. So... Um, it, it helps other people feel safe in their grief, too. So it's a it's a gift that goes both ways. This is also, if you listen to the last episode, I had you put your hand on your head and your hand on your heart. Um, this is a great place. Put your hand on your heart. Acknowledge, allow, and appreciate the love that you experienced because the deficit is there. And then move off of the idea of the deficit, that it's not there. Because if it is the case of someone passing, they're still around. If it is the case of your childhood or relationship, marriage, job, wasn't what you thought it was, well, newsflash, you're not there anymore. Create the relationship, the job, the um, way you want to feel now. You can't do that holding on to the focus of what you've quote unquote lost. So this process is one that's going to be lifetimes. I personally think the more we embrace it and understand it, the faster it moves through. And then the moments are shorter. And I imagine for the rest of my physical life, I will have my Howard moments. I just will. And that's okay. Because that acknowledges what we built and who we were. And that it helped me to learn to love more after he's passed, because I don't want to limit anything um, while I'm here. So if you can give yourself permission to experience and trust that you can come out of a moment of grief. It's not doesn't have to be a lifetime sentence. Some people do make a career out of it, but it doesn't have to be. Um, you'll find that the moments are less and less, and then they're very appropriate. You know, we there is grief if somebody um, experiences pain. So I am hopeful that this helped. And I would ask that you be kind to yourself in your grief and you be kind to others in their grief. And thank you for joining me. VickiBear.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect With your first sense Trust in your gut, it's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the fun commence Intuition, your first sense Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. 
As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.